Welcome to Kingdom.Think, where we are reading the Bible in one year, and we're in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 25, 26, 27. And remember, the purpose of Kingdom.Think is to um, get in the habit of reading the Bible and let the Bible's stories, messages, um, speak to your spirit and your soul, and just aliven your spirit. However, we're in the book of Jeremiah, so you might think, well, we're talking about history, or well, it's just kind of like doom and gloom all the way through, all the horrible things that are going to happen to the people, to the Israelites before they get exiled to Babylon. It's not very encouraging. Is that actually waking up our spirit? So that's where you want to trust that this Bible is a living, breathing, um, spiritual text. So even though you're reading a historical story, or a prophetic message from Jeremiah, it's going to wake up your, it's going to speak to your spirit. And the beautiful thing about reading Jeremiah and the book of Isaiah is it's God's words. And if you read the whole thing as opposed to pick and choose, then you're going to get to know the Father. And your spirit longs to hear the voice of the Father. Does that make sense? So that's how it works, and that's what we're doing, even though it's like, oh my goodness, these people are terrible. They're not listening to God, and they're going to get exiled, and it's just, it's dreadful, all the things that are going to happen to them. And we think it's like, well, it's in the past, but your spirit is going to get exactly what it needs for today. You might be reading something about, like, the previous chapter, chapter 24, about the two fig baskets of figs, and your spirit might feel something might get a quickening in your spirit you know and um and you don't have to consciously understand it but your spirit is growing that's why we read the bible every day that's why we want to get through the whole thing as opposed to picking and choosing because once you read it through the whole thing now you can go back pick your favorites and meditate on that a little bit more spend more time there or You'll have the full context. Okay, chapter 25. Um, Jeremiah is giving... Let me just set the stage a little bit. The word came to Jeremiah concerning all of the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Jos- Josiah, king of Judah, which was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. So it's the first year that Nebuchadnezzar was king of Babylon. Okay, setting the stage. So Jeremiah the prophet said to all the people of Judah and to all those living in Jerusalem, for 23 years from the 13th year of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah, until this very day, until this very day, the word of the Lord has come to me and I have spoken to you again and again. Okay, there's only two agains, but truthfully, it feels like Jeremiah has spoken again and again and again and again, like constantly. The Lord has spoken through Jeremiah to warn the people, but you have not listened. And though the Lord has sent all his servants, the prophets, to you again and again, you have not listened to the, or paid attention. They said, turn now, each of you, from your evil ways and your evil practices, and you can stay in the land the Lord gave you and your ancestors forever and ever. Do not follow other gods to serve and worship them. Do not arouse my anger with what your hands have made. Then I will not harm you. So they were warned. And again, how, it, how the Bible can 
you can read it in one sense. Oh, God's talking to the people in, in the olden days. It's history. At the same time, your spirit might say, oh, this thing in my life has become a god, an idol. Ooh, I don't think the Lord likes that. Or I think I've been not following God's ways, or I think something, not necessarily, well, let's just leave it at that. You might get a quickening in your spirit. Turn now, each of you, from your evil ways and your evil practices, and you can stay in the land the Lord gave you and your ancestors forever and ever. Do not follow other gods to serve and worship them. Do not arouse my anger with what your hands have made. Then I will not harm you. But you do not listen to me, declares the Lord, and you have aroused my anger with what your hands have made, and you have brought harm to yourselves. Because you have not listened to my words, I will summon. Okay, so now he's telling them what's going to happen to them, how Nebuchadnezzar is going to take over their land and take them into Babylon, capture them. For how long? Seventy years. This will ha- they will be exiled for 70 years, 7-0. But when the 70 years are fulfilled, I will punish the king of Babylon. So then, isn't that crazy? But it's going to happen. And then he's going to pa- punish, I guess, King Nebuchadnezzar. Um, but for 70 years, they're going to be in captivity. So then the next part of this chapter talks about the cup of God's wrath. That, And I don't know if it's a literal cup. I don't know what it means here. I guess I could go in deeper and dig what it's referring to. Maybe some of you already know. Um, Talking about the cup of God's wrath, going to all the kings of all the earth. And they will drink of this cup. Again, I don't know if it's a literal cup or a message cup. Maybe the, the message that Jeremiah is bringing is the cup that they have to swallow, drink. Um. The Lord will roar roar from on high. He will thunder from his holy dwelling and roar mighty against his land. He will shout like those who tread the grapes, shout against all who live on the earth. The tumult will resound to the ends of the earth, for the Lord will bring charges against the nations. He will bring judgment on all mankind and put the wicked to the sword. Interesting. All mankind... Can this possibly be something that even a word that hasn't been fulfilled yet? Hmm. Um, Moving down. Okay. Let's move on to chapter 26. Okay. So can you imagine, and the reason I wanted to set the stage, can you imagine they're, they're, they're peaceful? They've been living la-la land in their luxury, in their comforts, and doing their lying, evil, prophetic ways and living out their life. And you have this guy coming along with the doom and gloom. Like, can you imagine someone, some minister comes along and says, you have to stop listening to the music you're listening to, or you have to stop watching whatever you watch on the internet. It's evil. Um, let's say someone, someone comes, a minister comes along and says, you got to stop watching porn. It's so evil. It's going to destroy you. Well, the person who's not willing to give it up yet 
doesn't like that this person is saying that. They feel condemned, they feel judged, and they don't like it. So what do they do? They want to banish the person who's giving the message. Whether the message is true or not, they want to get rid of the person who's giving the message. They don't like it. Of course they don't like it. Um, People who are doing evil and don't want to give it up don't want to hear truth. So what do they want to do? Get rid of Jeremiah. They said he needs to be put to death with this message of destruction. So they captured Jeremiah. And Jeremiah says, do whatever you want. The Lord has given me this word. I think this is the second time he was captured. The first time he was freaked out, caught off guard. He was younger, I'm assuming, and um, got a little irritated with God. Like, how could you let that happen to me? Little ego hurt. But this time, he's lived more. He's seen more of God's hand. He has a better relationship with the Lord he understands more. He's matured in his, um, this is my interpretation. This is how I see it. This particular captivity, he seems a lot more mature. So he says, as for me, I am in your hands. Do with me whatever you think is good and right. Be assured, however, that if you put me to death, you will bring the guilt of innocent blood on yourselves and on the city and on those who live in it. For in truth, the Lord has sent me to speak to you all these words in your hearing. So the officials who were doing evil weren't willing to give up their evil, said, well, you know, if there's any little bit of truth to what he's saying, it's best if we don't kill him. And that's why they let him free. Just, they didn't change their ways, but they didn't want the consequences of killing somebody who God was really speaking through just in case. So then moving down to chapter 27, the early in the reign of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, the word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord said to me. Make a yoke out of a straps and crossbars, put it on your neck, then send a word to the king of Edom. Okay, so he's going to list all the different kings from all the different areas. Tell them this, tell them, tell this to your master. With my great power and outstretched arms, I made the earth and its people and the animals that are in it. And I give it to anyone I please. Now I will give all your countries into the hands of my servant Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. What? What do you mean it's his servant? God uses who he uses as he pleases to fulfill what he needs done. So at this point, Nebuchadnezzar, not that Nebuchadnezzar is a good guy, but he, but God is using him. So he is his servant. I will make even the wild animals subject to him. All nations will serve him and his son and his grandsons until the time for his hand comes. I'm sorry, for his hand, his land comes. Then many nations and great kings will be subject, subjugate him. Um, if, however, any nation or king will not serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, or bow its neck under the yoke, I will punish the nation with the sword, famine, and plague, declares the Lord, until I destroy it by its hand. So do not listen to your prophets, your diviners, your interpreters of dreams, your mediums, or your sorcerers. 
sorcerers who tell you, you will not serve the king of Babylon. They prophesy lies to you, and they will only serve to remove you far from your land. I will banish you, and you will perish. So, truth is coming out of Jeremiah. And I just, he's saying it many different ways. God is using many different metaphors, examples, stories to illustrate truth and to encourage the people to turn from their evil ways. Otherwise, this is going to happen. But they never did. They never did. From all over the earth, all the different kings, they didn't listen. <laughs> wow. So I don't know. I think that my, my spirit is being quickened right now. Just, And it's not my logic brain. It's my spirit absorbing what I'm reading. That's the experience when you're reading the Bible. Okay, my friends, that was chapters 25, 26, and 27 of Jeremiah. Go back and read and let your spirit bathe over the words and get exactly what it needs. Um, Whether you're just reading a simple story, reading something that your logic brain says, well, that was not important, but your spirit is longing to hear the voice of the Father. And in this book, He's speaking. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay, my friends. I shall see you soon. That was, I don't know, something something in my spirit is just pondering. Okay, that was chapter 25, 26, 27. Have a great day and I shall see you soon.